Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. With me for this show are Colin Brown. Hello there. And live from Berlin, is it, Rich? I told you literally two minutes ago, Munich, and hello there. <laughs> Rich Polly. Uh, in this show, we're going to have a look at the Y-Wing spoilers that have come out over the last few days. And then we're going to look ahead at the really shiny swag for Worlds, which they've just publicised, which ties in very nicely to what we're going to be doing this weekend. OK, uh, let's start and have a look at the Y-Wing. Rich, you're super enthusiastic for this. What is it that is making you excited? There's a, a few things um, that kind of caught my attention initially. What, I think one of the first things to say is that there's a lot of interesting upgrades in this pack that aren't just going to be for the Republic faction. Um, so there's the uh, the Force version of Snapshots, the, the range 0 to 3, uh, spend a Force, do an attack if somebody lands in your bullseye, uh, which is super good. Um, as we know, Snapshot, Colm will probably talk about that at some point. Um, then we've got um, the new Force upgrade, which is the, the baby supernatural reflexes, the precognitive reflexes or something. Um, so that, you know, the, those two upgrades as standalones probably mean that this is going to be quite a popular pack anyway, because they both look super strong. So uh, obviously for people that don't like proxy, proxying, they're going to go and buy uh, one or five, um, depending on how many of each version of cards you get in there. Uh, so um, so there's that to say. Um, and I think just looking at the pilots themselves, they've obviously looked at what the deficiencies were of the Y-Wing in version one when they've dialed, uh, a dialed pun not intended uh, but when they've opted to put the Republic Y-Wing dial back to the way it was in version 1 um, they've made it much more clumsy um, but as a result of that they've had to think about design of the uh, design of the pilots uh, so there's a lot of uh, ways for pilots in there to get double mob you know there's a, a lot of stuff in there Matchstick, that's him who gets to do cool stuff uh, with stress um, and also, obviously, Anakin can dump stress. So, um, yeah, the, for me, just looking at the pack, there's some interesting things, some interesting designs in the ships, but also some really super strong upgrades. Um, and we'll get on to Chopper at some point um, in the next 10 minutes, no doubt. Well, let's go right to Chopper. Uh, what does he do and why is he amazing? Um, so going off memory briefly, um, I'll just looking at the... Uh, looking at the article right now um he gives uh the ability to grab a um an evade i think and then when he runs out of charges by which he can give people evades um then he starts throwing jams out for free okay so he's got two charges so it's two free evade actions uh which come at the price of a stress which yes. segs really nicely with matchstick because Matchstick yes. gets one re-roll for every red token he's got. And then once he's gone through that, he's starting throwing jam tokens out. Yeah, so you must choose a ship at range 0 to 1 and, and it gains a jam token. So that's after you execute a manoeuvre. So if you're on a low initiative Jedi or Y-Wing or Naboo Starfighter, um, <laughs> you throw him into range 1 of something. Um, and things like Jedi don't care if they get jammed. Um, after they execute the manoeuvre, because then they can just reposition and use their native force mods. Um, so it's less of a penalty uh, for them. Um, and yeah, the uh, 
the, the, the initial side, just to be, have the ability to take two red um, evade actions, um, quite happily gives um, Jedi access to that focus evade mod for defense. Um, so that token stack is coming back. So he, he's going to be a super strong upgrade. Because um, if you think about repositioning behind an ion cloud, and then having an ion cloud, a focus, and an evade, and some force, possibly, um, you'd be able to do it. So it's quite good. So, so Chopper's obviously a unique upgrade. Uh, Colin, do you think he's better on a Jedi or sticking him on matchstick? That's the choice to make, isn't it? I suppose. I don't think the Y-Wings are a great place for it, because you're getting an evade on one green die, which isn't great. And then once you get flip, uh, flip the card, and you're going to be happy handing out jam, it's going to be hard for the Y-Wings to get in a place that's awkward for your opponent, so they're just going to end up jamming themselves. So I think if they are going to work, it will probably be the Naboo or the Jedi. And I think potentially it can be quite strong across a range of Jedi. So, for example, if you had CLT Mace, as Rich was saying, he can now focus evade on his three greens, and then once uh, the card flips, he can be moving at four to... Hand out jams, and he's got his three four, so he doesn't mind about self jamming if that ever happens. And the Jedi, of course, get CLT, or not CLT. They get their um, fine tune maneuvers, which has the same trigger as as Chopper, which is after he execute maneuver. So Mace can say do his maneuver and then boost or barrel and then jam something. You know, I think it's potentially even quite good at on Anakin at I six, where. You know, you can roll into range one or something, strip their defensive token, lock them, and just light them up. Obviously, it makes he's going to be quite sad if he ever self-jams himself and takes some some bad damage. But I think there's a lot of potential to this card. I mean, it, it looks to me like it's at least as good as an R2 Astromach. Um, yeah, in the way that two evades is kind of the same as two shields. But you kind of ha- you have to take a stress get it so that's one downside and there's also the chance that you take that evade and you end up never spending it where it's wasted and you can't really do that with, do that with r2 and you also can't disengage get your shields back and come back so it's it's good but in different ways okay so if we are taking a brave guess of pointing bearing in mind that r2 is six points i think on anakin yeah where would we where would we guess that this is going about six, I would guess. It looks to me like he's he's well worth taking. Um, I mean, I'm in What's general it? not that excited about the the Y wing upgrades because they all seem to depend on on such situational uh, triggers. Matchstick probably the best of the bunch, but Anakin's ability to to um, perform a maneuver after he gets a stress or whatever it is, it just doesn't seem that that reliable or that useful. But as a pilot, I, I do like Matchstick's ability. Uh, getting those double mods looks looks really good. And getting some chopper action might make him brilliant. Is Matchstick getting double mods? Because he's, if he has red tokens, he's stressed, probably, which means he hasn't taken his first mod. So he's getting oh, rerolls. But he's well, not that's got where that Ahsoka first. comes in. Because uh, Ahsoka does look really tasty to me. Yeah. Um, Ahsoka either um, as a uh, probably as a crew on R2 no she's Gunner isn't she so she's yeah, a gunner, Ahsoka yeah. Is, is Gunner yeah Ahsoka is Gunner on, on a supporting Y-Wing 
could do really good things for Matchstick. Potentially. I have a feeling Ahsoka is going to be in the range of 13, 14 points. Um, so taking her purely to support Matchstick feels like it probably wouldn't be great. But like having the option to give you know, Anakin in his Aether Sprite of Focus or something seems really good. You know, it's it's really comparable to Hand Gunner and Scum, but possibly better. Yeah, well, with the with the force ability on whatever ship Ahsoka's flying around on, it definitely is better than Hand Gunner. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, the trigger isn't isn't quite as easy to to get off. But then you've got a turret arc on the Y wing, so yeah, Ahsoka does look really good as well. Yeah, and it is execute maneuver, not fully execute, so you can just jam yourself in there and still be handing stuff out. So. And do you think we're going to be seeing um, four ship Y wing subject to points? No, I don't think they're going to be that much better than the Rebel equivalent. I think they, there is some kind of Republic salad that you can probably make. You know, you've got stuff like Luminara and Padme and Ahsoka in the Gunner slot, and you've got all this kind of synergistic stuff going on. So I could see something like that being good, but. Not necessarily the Y-Wings as they are on their own. I think we will see people flying it. They'll be trying it, but I think Colm's right. I don't think it's going to be better than the Rebel version, and the Rebel version's just a little bit behind the curve at the moment. Um, the one guy that I've looked at, and I think he's kind of interesting, is Broadside. So I don't, We haven't got a range um, 3 turret at the moment, um, so he does have to kind of get into the range 2 band where Y-Wings don't really want to be. Um, but you know, if you put him on an ion turret, he's turning a blank to a focus, so that's effectively double mods. Um, and you know, just you could be lighting things up if he's not being focused on. And I think that's the thing about these ships is if they're reasonably low point cost, people won't want to focus on them. But much like kind of um, Finn in the pod or Bastion or you know one of those ships where if you if you don't deal with it, it'll start really hurting you. It takes time, but they'll really start hurting you. But if you're focusing on them, then that's okay because your end game ships are able to do more work. And, and you know, you're you're never going to have broadside a matchstick as an end game ship. Um, it's really there to do some damage and then die to get your, your Anakin or your Obi-Wan or whoever you're going to keep to the end game alive um, or, you know, keep things distracted or blocked from it. So um, I think, they'll, as, as you said, Colin, they'll, they'll find a place. Um, the other thing um, that I've, just while looking at the article, I've just spotted again, was the the, the cool R2-D2 pilot, um, who we think is going to have a crew slot. Um, and his ability is cool. If somebody in his rear arc, he gets to take a calculate. And then C-3PO is going to give rerolls as a crew member. Um, so, um, you know, C-3PO giving anybody a reroll if you if you put him in a crew slot is brilliant um, on defence. Um, but you can pair him up with the two droids together and there's a neat synergy there. Um, but I think we'll see a lot of C-3PO um, because, you know, defensive mods are rare and, um, and, and obviously very good. I've been looking for a nice, cool gunner-crew combo to stick onto R2-D2, and I've not, not spotted anything that leaps out at me just yet. Uh, have you guys seen anything that makes you think, oh, yeah, gunner and, and crew, we can do this? I think C-3PO is, is just kind of solid on R2-D2, just... You can take two calculates, which on a Y-wing is is good, because uh, your two calculates is better than one focus, and you get it for free. 
uh, well, you can potentially have three calculates actually, because RTD2 doesn't give you uh, the action; he just lets you get you get a token. So it just makes so put say say Ahsoka's good, you know, well pointed. You can just put Ahsoka on RTD2, and then C3PO's there just to keep that ship alive. And if you know if you're making the support ship hard to kill, as Rich said, that is annoying. Um, let's leave the Y-Wings there and move on to the really slinky announcement for Worlds. They put out uh, a release indicating what the prizes are for Worlds. But just before we get there, Worlds tickets are still available. If you've got a seat or you want to play in the, the last chance tournament, that is still doable. Um, I was, was messaging with Darren Granger this evening and he tells me, that with a lift from Minnesota Airport and five nights in an Airbnb, he is doing the world's trip for uh, six nights, I think, for a grand total of £530. So if you think the money is the reason that you're not going to Worlds, uh, think twice. Uh, If you can get yourself to Heathrow and then over to Minneapolis, it is very doable still at this stage, and it would be fantastic to see, in particular, more of our British and European listeners getting out to, to play in Worlds, even in the last chance. Uh, that would be absolutely fantastic, especially as the swag for Worlds looks amazing. Uh, what have we got, Cole? Uh, so, first of all, participation prize is an alt paint scheme ship. It's Plo Koon. And it's kind of alt art everything. It's got an alt paint scheme on the ship. It's got Plo Koon's face on the base plate. It's got his face on the uh, the lock tokens and the identifiers. All the upgrade cards are alt arts. All the pilot cards are alt arts. Nice alt paint scheme on the dial even. It looks really cool. And I can see eBay getting really excited about that set. I can imagine they'll go for a pretty penny, yeah. Um, more conventionally, what else have we got for the the world swag? It does look really. It's a nice pot that they've put together. Uh, yeah, so every, the, everything's pretty much Plokun themed, isn't it? You've got black and red range rulers that are available. You've got different um, uh, tokens that are silver and green for for different things, and it's it's all kind of they've they've themed it really nicely. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Colin, because you've got more knowledge than me. Well, I've just got it open in front of me. So, top 64 will get silver and green focus tokens, which are, you know, they're kind of hard to see on the render, but they look like they could be nice. Top 32, uh, per flight, interestingly, will just get um, red and black range rulers. And then the top 32 on the elimination rounds on Saturday will get a Plo Koon damage deck. Top 16, there are maneuver templates, and then a one alt-art pilot card per faction. Top eight is some unique dial covers, which has kind of become a consistent prize they've done. Again, one per faction. And then top faction finalist and champion get some nice uh, template trays. It is very cool the way that they've done the whole Plo Koon thing. Um, yeah, I was watching a little bit of Clone Wars with uh, Child Number 2 today, and Plo Koon is really cool. He's just a really fun character with, with sort of really good look. And, and having this as sort of Plo Koon Worlds is, is excellent indeed. Um, as we, we said before, there is an opportunity 
potentially to get your hands on Plo Koon. This weekend, uh, Tim is running his world's fundraiser to try and raise a few quid to help pay for his airfare getting over to America. And he is saying that if he gets 40 players down to Element Games this weekend, there is a Plo Koon that will be going to a random player with all the bits of kit. Uh, so if you haven't signed up yet and you are available this weekend, then at Element Games, there is Tim's Spud Guns World warm-up event. And uh, we're looking at uh, pretty decent numbers already into the 30s, I believe. And if we could get a few more people down, that would mean that producer Tim would open his suitcase when he gets home and hand out Plo Koon. Um, it'd be really nice to see everybody. And we will see what that event brings for us. The Met is in a very interesting place at the moment with all the information that we've had out of the Australian Open and also the Nova Open. And perhaps on Monday, we'll give all of that sort of stuff some consideration. In the meantime, it's goodbye from me, Bob D. And it's goodbye from, in Germany, Rich Polly. Goodbye. And goodbye from Con Brown. Not in Germany. Goodbye. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. They have everything for your friend to enjoy. You can hang out with all the boys. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. You can get yourself clean. I know we don't have a range. <laughs> you really are in the airport, aren't you? Was that an announcement telling him he's missed his flight and he is now legging it through Munich Airport? Yeah, I don't know. It was in German. <laughs> <laughs>